Doctor. Which is ugly! You should start. I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. Welcome back to D-Girls, your first and only fully developed pop culture podcast. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Julia. I'm Delaney. And I'm Tina, and we are your D-Girls, and this week we are... Trading our wee woo wee woos for woo 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 woos. That was a sick transition um, to our subject this week, which we want to just keep it like light and fun. So we're taking it to the stars and talking reality uh, zodiac signs. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. I'm in a silly mood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get astrological Um, up in this bitch. So we chose a reality star who is who we share a zodiac sign with. We're going to run down how well they we think they represent our sign and any similarities we may share with them. Lucky for us, we all actually represent a different element of the zodiac. I am your fire sign. I'm an Aries, so that's the Ram, strong-willed, loyal. We have a bad rap for getting angry, but that's not really like me. Uh, but I will, I will debate you until I lose breath. So, um, you know, there's that. <laughs> but you're a great and fair debater. I would not say though that you have a temper. Yeah, that's that's Aries for you, loyal and stubborn. Tina. I am your air sign. I am uh, misleadingly an Aquarius, which is an air sign. Everyone thinks it's a water sign, probably because the word Mm -hmm. aqua's in it, and she's Mm -hmm. the water bearer. But she is an air sign. Um, uh, So, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of parts of me do align with being an Aquarius. I do feel like I'm eclectic, eccentric. I'm an individual. I'm pretty stubbornly independent. Um fairly rebellious, tend towards the humanitarian side. Um, Even my Enneagram leans that way. I'm very much like the activist, the like right, wrong justice seeker. Um, Justice is a big deal for me. So in all those ways, I would say that I'm an Aquarius. I, I, I strive to be more unaffected in the way an Aquarius generally would be. I blame that on my um, moon and rising signs, which are Julia's sign. Hit it, Jules. Mm, And I am a Pisces. I am a water (laughs) sign through and through. I don't know if this is like a requirement, but I also love the water. I like baths and I'm not afraid to say that. I'll say it. I'm and what's an your adult. favorite movie? Aquamarine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Could she be more of a fish? Absolutely not. I used to think I could talk to fish. And that's a fun thing about me. Again, not really part of being a Pisces, just something about me. Um, <laughs> since I went into the local bookstore and picked up a book about birthdays, I align with every single thing they say about Pisces. I think the only one I don't is when they're like, they love being like high out of their minds. I'm kind of like, I don't, you know, I, I have to be in my mind. Otherwise something terrible would happen, mm-hmm. but dreamy, emotional, sensitive, intuitive, um, mm-hmm. All of those things. A real love for, like, the natural world. Again, did I say sensitive? Um, (laughs) Deeply caring. Deeply caring. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of gentle. In- gentle um imaginative creative mm-hmm. all of those things sometimes I, a little sl- a little slippery where you're like hard to pin down mm-hmm. right where like that's a i don't know if we i if i had to list mm-hmm. a bad trait i'm gonna list a bad trait of a pisces <laughs> no please please do <laughs> i'm not saying okay you that. aries <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah also aries are very blunt and direct <laughs> they're truth tellers of the zodiac um no i was not saying that about julia but pisces in general as i have a lot of pisces in my life and i've dated a Pisces and boy oh boy is that a slippery mm. fish yeah <laughs> I think that um that would be very fair to say and I also think maybe like indecisive or like yeah just a little um wishy-washy to use yeah. water terminology there we mm-hmm. go <laughs> um yeah I do I feel like at least speaking outside of myself I do feel like y'all both very much represent your zodiac signs to me um well, like right in back in, yeah. in the best really yeah i definitely think you're an aquarius hell yeah yeah you're very complicated i find aquarius people to be kind of layered and complicated and you can't really figure out like i i feel like it's a hard one to guess when you like meet someone i feel like mm-hmm. no one ever wants to guess aquarius because they're kind of they're like deep thinkers and they also present differently than how they like act. i don't know to me aquarius are fascinating and you're fascinating to me well, thank you. Um, I'm so excited to hear y'all's, because we have like a really interesting smattering today as we tried to find members of the reality TV constellation to suit our um, our signs. And so I'm excited to hear y'all talk about yours. Jules, do you want to kick us off? I would love to. Okay, I've really gone wild, literally, with my Because I have selected as my reality star Pisces, the crocodile hunter himself, Steve Irwin. (laughs) He was crikey, crikey, mate. (laughs) Just kidding. That's sort of offensive to his legacy. Um, No, just the way I said it was, it was bad. I think it's Um, kind of iconic. No, mm-hmm. wait. Well, no. The way he said it is iconic. The way I said it, an abomination. But <laughs> <laughs> he was born February twenty second. I was born February twentieth. So, yeah, <laughs> that feels important. Um, also important to note. So my brother loved the crocodile hunter, as did I, and we would just hang out at like every afternoon, my brother and I, and watch. I have seen every episode. I grew up with this man. I, when he died in 2006, I had like an old Nokia cell phone and a friend from school like called me to check on Mm -hmm. me because she knew that our whole family would be devastated. One time for a father-daughter dance, my dad dressed up as a crocodile and I dressed up as Steve Irwin. It was Halloween. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Where's that picture? Oh, I've got the picture. I'm literally wearing a khaki vest. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. And my dad is in a full crocodile suit. (laughs) (laughs) So just to like paint that picture and now it all makes sense we're just two pisces absolutely (laughs) like calling to like yeah 
I don't think I need to introduce the inimitable Crocodile Hunter, but the Crocodile Hunter was <laughs> kind of a docu-series in a way on Animal Planet that featured Steve Irwin, his wife Terry, um, eventually their children, and they worked at the Australia Zoo. They're some of the world's like leading conservationists um, based out of Australia. Is Steve Irwin the perfect Pisces man? Yeah! Sorry! <laughs> I don't... <laughs> As I was like, you know, refreshing and doing some Googling, I know there were some controversies and I said, I'm not looking into those. I love him. I don't care. I remember what some of them are. I won't be discussing them. Okay. Um, The things this man did for conservation, like he, okay, sorry, I'll dive in. Pisces, a a primary trait. Okay. Empathetic. Well, well, well. Mm. Have you ever met a, well, we haven't met him. Have you ever known a more empathetic man than Steve Irwin, someone who calls crocodiles beautiful, someone who has such reverence for the natural world, who like hates to see any living creature in pain. No, I've never seen anything like it. No, I watched a clip of this man. He climbed up a tree to get a better look (laughs) at an orangutan. Now, he wasn't crowding the orangutan, okay? <laughs> he just wanted to get a closer look. The orangutan takes it upon herself to bring her baby to him. He stands there not touching, not moving, and just waits to see what she does. And she cuddles up next to him, presents her baby to him. Why? Because she knows he's a Pisces. And he's there. <laughs> yeah, the trust. He, the trust is there. She can sense it. This man, he loves water. He's in it ankle deep half the time, embracing <laughs> a crocodile constantly. The romantic nature of a Pisces, right? Where that can be borderline like sappy and a little bit maybe too much. Hey, not pointing any fingers, but sometimes hey. we get a little carried away. I don't know if y'all know about the love story between him and Terry. But Terry, Terry was 27, Steve was 29. She came to visit the Australia Zoo. She, back in the States, was like, I think a big cat conservationist or something. She was a conservationist herself. Yeah, as one does. Um, And so she comes, she sees Steve giving this demonstration. He sees her in the crowd. He says his heart went boom, boom, boom. (laughs) And she looked at him. She says, I have to meet him. Surely he's married. She goes up to him. He goes... Do you want to meet me, girl? No, sorry. Do you, no. like, do you want, do you want to meet? Yeah, no, we can't. Do you want to meet my best girl, Suey? And she's like, oh, of course. Like, he's married. He's amazing. Suey is a dog. Okay. <laughs> of course. Of course, Suey's a dog. Suey was on the show. I remember Suey. I remember Suey. Suey. Yeah. Wait, that's a pig call. Never mind. <laughs> yep. Tight. <laughs> Very fitting. Probably the origin of the name. Yeah, probably. So um, they fell in love. He said he was like, this is it. I loved her the second I saw her and they were perfect. And they spent their honeymoon conserving crocodiles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And that was the genesis of the crocodile hunter. All that to say this man was a hopeless romantic. And you know what? So is Terry. Terry was asked, oh, are you are you dating? You know, it's been in the years since he's died. I believe it's been, you know, 16 years. And she said, no, he was the love of my life. I'm good. I had that experience. I don't, Aww. I'm happy to be alone. That was once in a lifetime. I'm not looking for anything else. I mean, are you kidding me? What's so, her yeah. sign? 
Yeah. Okay, this is a great question. I'm going to look that up while I wow. also touch. Terry, also, like, you deserve to find love again. It's okay. We can I have know. multiple loves in a life. I mean, I like, he's unforgettable. I'm not taken away from Steve's power, but. Oh, no. Girl. It is. No, I mean, it is something that makes me sad, but I think it's also, like, um, she is just saying, like, I had it with him. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And therefore, I'm not seeking it because I had it in its purest mm. form. And I will say as a child watching that show, like they were an incredible representation of like true pure love. Um, and that was very meaningful to me. And okay, Terry was born July 20th. Girlies, tell me what that means. Capricorn? No, just January Capricorn. July 20th? Oh, oh I heard you. Is... Sorry. <laughs> hold on, hold on. July... Oh, Cancer. Cancer. Oh. Oh my word. Okay, so... She, you got two waters. You got two, a lot yeah, of fucking absolutely. water. You got a, a lot, lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. Well, yeah, they dedicated their entire lives to like reptiles. Okay, they like they feel so much like oh. for the yeah, natural they do. world, you know. So I and and some mammals in there too. Something that I found that was really interesting that like again I I don't want to um like make it some sort of like sordid thing because I have so much reverence for this man and his legacy and his family. Um, but one of his producers, um, at on like his, a longtime producer that worked on the show where he was killed. Um, he said that Steve like gave a speech that was a little bit like out of character or just tonally different from the way Steve usually spoke. That was really thanking everyone on the crew just to, like at the outset of this production before he died. And so in a way, um, it, again, the intuitive nature of a Pisces, it seemed like maybe Steve like knew something was going to happen. He also kind of always said like, if I get killed doing any of these things, I want you to keep recording. Like I don't want you to stop doing your jobs. And again, oh it's gosh. like, I know. And I think... Again, I hope this isn't being cast in, like, any type of sensationalist light. What I think is just that this man was so connected. Like, he had this almost supernatural connection to the natural world and to other living creatures of, in a very Pisces way, might I say. And so he had, at a certain point, accepted. He, he knew he was under no delusion that the things he was doing were quite dangerous and that animals are unpredictable, and that's part of their majesty. And I think that he was very in touch with that and therefore just had that level of intuition about the things he was doing and maybe about his time on this earth because he was just so in tune with like its rhythms so yeah i made myself cry today googling steve Irwin. what about it okay oh, that's so beautiful <laughs> what a beautiful life he led honestly he was such a hero like to, i just there were so many kids who looked up to him and and now there's so many kids that like follow in his footsteps including his own you know so may his legacy may his watery pisces legacy lead on Live yes. on. Snaps and for Steve, the Pisces. Exactly. Absolutely. The least toxic Pisces man on the planet that we know of. Yes. So true. Mm-hmm. For that, we're grateful. Well, bringing a 
us into the fire signs. Maybe a little dash of toxicity coming our way. Yeah, spice it up. in a good way. Spice it up. I'm going to take you to what I think is a quintessential Aries moment, which would be the season one premiere of what I believe to be the best reality television format ever created, Survivor. (laughs) The first winner, Richard Hatch, is an iconic Aries. Snaps for Richard. He was born April 8th. Me? April 10th. So. (laughs) Okay. Well. (laughs) So. Julia, doesn't that that mean something? I would say. I think it does, obviously. I would think so. So, again, this is first season. Um, So the game is still, like, not established, right? Like, we're learning a lot as we go. This is one of the most fascinating seasons because of that. Uh, So Richard is a corporate consultant from Rhode Island, but his past, he's been, like, a real estate agent, a bartender, a salesman. He's kind of switched a lot of jobs, which I think is very Aries. We're really good at starting things. We're really bad at following through and ending them. So um, he says that he's just as comfortable running a meeting in a boardroom as attending the annual nude weenie roast of the American Society of Harley Davidson Enthusiasts. And if that doesn't just encapsulate all the wackadoodle shit that Aries can be capable of, I don't know what does. Um, that Aries... is so specific. <laughs> I know. I know. Who knew that they had a nude weenie roast at the Harley Davidson enthusiasts? I have a lot of questions, going to be honest. I don't have the answer. (laughs) 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 So just also to give you a little bit more background on exactly what Aries are known for. They are born leaders. They're courageous. They're incredibly enthusiastic. They're typically independent and they can be a bit impatient sometimes a little aggressive. They are like the babies of the Zodiac, so they're a little self-centered at times, but ultimately always like the person to kind of stand up and say what everyone's thinking. Like I always joke that I'm the kind of Aries where like if, a, if I'm out to dinner with a friend and the plate gets set down in front of them and it's like not what they ordered, but they don't want to say anything, like I'm the person who's going to say something. Mm. I'm going to go make it right, you know, and not in like a mean way. Not in like a Karen way, but just in like a, hey, times are tough. Let's get what we wanted out of life, you know? Um, <laughs> so so Richard is, um, he basically starts off the season saying he knows that he can be cocky and be arrogant. And he knows he has to keep that under wraps. Well, from the other contestants, they immediately are like, no, he's openly pompous and arrogant. And he kind of puts us off about it. But at least he's honest and self-aware about it. So points for that. He is obviously highly competitive, which is an Aries trait. We, we love to win. Um, and his whole strategy this this season is he is going to be a provider. He goes out with the fishing spear and he catches a ton of fish for the tribe. Um, that is like why he's like, they're going to keep me around because I'm valuable, because I'm a leader and I'm proactive. And anyone else who tries to go out and fish comes back with nothing. Like only I'm bringing fish home. Um, he uses that to his advantage and he makes the first alliance in Survivor history because... On the other tribe, there's two tribes. 
they're like ethically and morally against alliances. They think that that's not how the game should be played. It should be like fair and square. We're all trying to get to the end. Like alliances are against their code of ethics, apparently, which is absolutely bananas when you think about how the game is played today. Richard basically created the strategy for Survivor from day day one. Like halfway through after the merge, he says, oh, now people are talking about planning and plotting and strategy. And it's just so funny, so utterly naive that, they're, that they think there would be any room left to plot or strategize at this point. It seemed like a vacation for these people, like 16 people who saw the same logo as me, outwit, outplay, outlast. And I was the only one to create an alliance at first. Crazy. The most Aries thing I will say about him is um, he is very much unbothered by what other people think about him. Uh, he is actively naked, I would say, 80% <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Just walking around camp fully unclothed. Um, the only people who have a problem with it at first are the two straight men. Uh, Rudy, who is a ver- an older gentleman who's like uh, ex-military. Um, but then they become very fast friends and he, he, that's his number one alliance member till the end. Um, and then there's kind of some conflict with Sue, but we don't have to get into that. But I see you, Sue. Uh, he is also openly gay. And he is, he's like one of the few queer contestants to win. And not only that, like the first. It's crazy. Anyway, um, not that it has anything to do with being Aries, but I'm also queer. So maybe... <laughs> A classic example of an Aries nature, someone, he brings home all the fish. Someone starts cooking up the fish and they don't do it right. They fuck it up. And he's mad about it. He's like, I can't believe that I brought home three fish and one of them is like completely messed up. And he's like, I'm mad, but he's not yelling angry. He's like, instead, I'm just going to let them starve for a few days to learn their lessons. I'm not going to fish. I'm not going to bring home anything until they understand how how upset and how valuable that I am. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So that's a little fiery sprinkle. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, he's extremely loyal. He's extremely honest and direct. He never backstabs anyone. He is loyal to Rudy. He brings him all the way to top three. He gets into top two because Kelly thinks that he's so unlikable that no one's going to want to vote for him. Um, but actually, he pleads his case. He says that he he played the best game, which he absolutely did. He was always under the radar, played it cool, was kind of friendly with everyone, but not overly so. And that led to the famous speech from Sue, which was the survivor snake and rat speech, which is, mm. if you haven't heard it, I'll perform it for you now. <clears throat> the island is only full of two things. Richard the snake, who knowingly went after prey, and Kelly, who turned into the rat that ran around this island trying to run from the snake. And I feel like we owe it to the island spirits to let it be, in the end, as Mother Nature intended it to be, to let the snake eat the rat. Damn. (laughs) Because Sue was backstabbed by Kelly, so that's the rat of it all. And the snake is Richard, because I guess people just thought he was kind of, I don't know, a strategic player. So that was, like, untrustworthy. And the end, he won four votes to three. He won the first million dollars. 
ever wow. awarded on Survivor. Um, he is an icon. He's like probably one of the most referenced Survivor winners. Um, he's been on a couple other things since, but ultimately um, he is fiery. He's competitive. He is brutally honest, but he is also, he is a fair player. And that's an Aries. Wow. Beautifully done. Yeah, I will say I really related to him a lot too because he's a he's a Capricorn moon and I'm a Capricorn rising and he's a mm. Leo rising and I'm a Sagittarius moon. So we have so like fire and we have yeah, two earth. fires and one Capricorn and um, the Leo rising makes a lot of sense because he's like kind of a showman in that way mm-hmm. where like he kind of comes off you know dressing naked around camp or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you go, oh, that's a Leo. But the Capricorn moon really keeps him like actually grounded and I think is probably why he's not like that angry fighting type that Aries gets labeled with so much. Like he does have a temper, but he's like way more, I think, uh, strategic with how he lets that play out. So that's Richard Hatch, the legend. Now I present to all of you, my Aquarius, the pillow King, Craig Conover. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So Craig is an Aquarius, and I actually think he's a very good portrait of an Aquarius, whether I like it or not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, generally, Aquarians are intellectual, independent, humanitarian, creative, innovative, eccentric, and rebellious. Um, Also have a reputation for being cold, aloof. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, (laughs) They also hate small talk. They are generally disinterested in petty gossip and could care less about people-pleasing niceties. Um, These things, to me, all feel like we're kind of defining Craig already. Um, Aquarians are rebels at heart. Um, They don't mesh well with authority. Um, They have nonconformist attitudes um, and are certainly stubborn. So a couple of things that jump out to me for Craig, um, one of the big things that comes up about Aquarius a lot is that they tend to be the conspiracy conspiracy theorists of the zodiac right um and it reminded me of when craig um was back with naomi and they were talking about the flu shot and he referred to it as the government shot this is way (laughs) pre-covid way way pre way pre-covid way pre-covid he refers to the flu shot as the government shot and says what i don't want to walk backwards because he had seen some news article about the flu shot made a girl walk backwards or something like that. So this man certainly is a conspiracy theorist, without a doubt, before it was in vogue now with the QAnon peeps. Like, he was conspiracying long ago. Um, and, and also, I think that, you know, Craig is definitely a weirdo weirdness i always joke that like um the alien is the emoji for the aquarius zodiac sign (laughs) like being weirdos and as Paige just said in her summer house reunion as she was shouting at carl and Lindsay, i love every single thing about that fucking weirdo craig is a weirdo and he's also stubborn as fuck so mm-hmm. they they are staunch about their weirdness. They cultivate their weirdness. They protect it, and they refuse to concede it. So when Naomi made fun of Craig sewing, he decided to turn it into an entire fucking pillow empire. <laughs> like, 
This man said, what's wrong with my sewing? I'll show you and build literally a kingdom of pillows. That is doing an incredible. So aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And yet simultaneously on the humanitarian side, Craig never fully gave up his dreams of becoming a lawyer, even though that road certainly had detours. He provided the humanitarian energy of his sun sign when he opened up his own firm in 2021 with an emphasis on pro bono work. Right. So he is now like, I have an empire for pillows. I'll do the law thing on the side. But as I do it, it will be pro bono. And then another thing he's always done that I actually never knew the meaning of, but I noticed it and I actually thought it was what it contributed to his weirdness. But he always has one fingernail painted blue. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And has for quite some time since like around 2017, 2018, 19. Yes. It's actually, yes, it is part of a campaign called Polished Man which is a charitable campaign to raise awareness around violence committed by men against women and children. So their website states that 95% of all victims of violence experience it at the hands of a male perpetrator and approximately four and five family and domestic violence offenders are male. So it's sort of about softening the male image and the point is to paint it that specific shade of blue. He's been doing this for years Mm -hmm. and kind of still continues to do it. I had no idea it was tied to like a charitable effort. So There's your full, like, humanitarian in a nutshell. Um, And in general, I just think Craig is weird. He is off-putting to a lot of people. He is certainly aloof. He does not engage in niceties. It's why a lot of people don't really like him. He is absolutely doing his own thing, and he hopes to find just another weirdo. And I do think in many ways, in Paige, he has found that, but... He is contending with a Scorpio, and I think in the face of a Scorpio somehow, he starts to look more watery to me. Like, he feels less fully... When he pre-page, I see him as like a full-blown Aquarius, but in this pairing, he's so much more the emoter, the one reaching out to try and like ask, make bids for some care and affection, and they're not being met. That's why I want to know the rest of his birth chart, which I'm having trouble finding, because I'd like to know where all those pieces fit into place because I identify with a lot of my Aquarius traits, but I do think the amount of Pisces in my chart takes over a lot of the time and, of course, will be affected by the type of person I am paired with. And I think Paige is a Scorpio to the max. So I think that's a pretty compelling pairing that the two of them are. But I would say that on all fronts, Craig is a big fat fucking weirdo and generally represents the Aquarius species um, pretty well even though he's very polarizing, which maybe we are. I think he's always, like, lost in thought. What I always think about Craig is how, like, Mm. he isn't capable of, like, holding a secret or, like, not, like, if he knows something, he's like, everyone should know this. Or, like, you're an (laughs) idiot for not knowing this. You know, like, he's always the one to, like, say the shit that everyone's been talking about, like, in front of the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's kind of an Aquarius trait. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he also is like a deep like lover and community seeker, you know? Yes, which is a big community is a big. Well, like, so Aquarius is weird, right? I think Aquarius to me is defined very much like um, I hate humans, but love humanity. Mm. Like it's the sort of like issue with the individual human, but a deep care for the the overall good is very much 
uh, an Aquarius tendency. And I think Craig exhibits that in spades. Wow. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's a Glennon Doyle line. So got to shout that out. Um, but yeah, I think Craig, Craig, Craig cracks me up. And it wasn't, a, it was when Pe- Paige shouted, like, I love every single thing about that fucking weirdo. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's one of our weirdos. He's a weirdo. He's so fucking weird. And he's actually a February Aquarius. We are not close. Our birthdays are not close. They're 10 whole days apart. So. Well, and thank goodness for that, because we know that it, it means, means something. something. And yes. I do think that there is a difference between like January Aquarius, February Aquarius. I think all that it can be the case with any Zodiac sign and their two month split. Um, that it can look a little bit different, but, um, yeah, I mean, what I was looking at my options and it was like Craig Paris Hilton, which was compelling, but we Mm. talk about Paris a lot in this podcast. Not that she doesn't deserve her shine, but we talk about her a lot. Um, but I don't feel when I look at Paris, I don't think, and a little bit, but I think Craig really, I mean, Craig hits it all pretty damn hard. Um, so I had to go with my boy. So we ended up with three dudes. We did three male Zodiac signs. And we love men here. Uh, Yeah, no, we're known. We talk about, can't you tell? Yeah. Oh, and I think everything's fine with them and they're good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I'll say that about Steve Irwin with my whole chest. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no feedback. No. No feedback. I too dated a Pisces man. Um, they're slippery as hell. I'm good. I just can't. You know, they they talk a good game. They say they have a lot to give and they could love a lot. And then you go, but where? Sure. But where? I dated a Pisces and a Gemini. Yikes! No, I just am curious, like, because Pisces men do have like a really bad rep, but Pisces women do not. And I'm just like Mm. curious about why. Well, I well, I don't know. Well, the reason that Pisces men have a bad rap is because I think that they have that like dreamy, that that love bombing quality to them, right? Where they do have a lot of love to give. They're a water sign. They are sensitive. So I think they give women a lot of hope and then Mm, they kind of flake, right? Like a fish. So um, (laughs) that's, you know, like that's kind of where it kind of comes down. They're also known for kind of leading double lives sometimes because they like, you know, it's, it, that's what I've, you know, in my research to be like, why was I fucked over by a Pisces man? Yeah. Um, that's in their nature. I was going to say that I also suspect that like society's standards and expectations of men probably pretty directly clash with the way, the innate way a Pisces man would choose to move through the world. Yeah. Mm. And so that doesn't give a lot of room for them to be the big emotional, people they want to be even if they're going to lean into it maybe up front it gets really scary and then when they have to deal with their actual emotional challenges they don't know how to to navigate through it as a man versus as a pisces um that would be my just from afar assessment yeah yeah aries men get a really bad rap too and they scare um, me yeah i think because they're i mean aries were like quick to love we're very passionate we like do the hot and heavy real fast and i think with men that can be equally as scary because then there's like that like i said we're really good at starting things but the follow-through is not as strong so there is a little bit of like almost that adhd quality of like i'm gonna pick you up and put you down like because you're i'm bored now 
quality mm-hmm. of an Aries, mm-hmm. which um, I don't think I'm like that with people. I think I'm like that with things in my life, like with activities and such. But mm-hmm. um, I've heard some horror stories about some Aries men. And I have dated a Virgo man, and I don't think I will ever date a Virgo again in my life. That is the one thing I said, never, ever again will I do that to myself. Mm, You sound like Gabby from Summer House. So true. What was hers? She said like it was a cancer, I thought. Cancer, Which I was was totally like, sounds right to me. Sounds good to me. Cut them out. I took it upon myself to pull the Zodiac signs of some of our favorite people in the Bravo and reality TV universe and even some of our some of our chosen people from previous episodes and I want to give you guys a quiz to see if you can guess to see if you can guess what signs I gotta win people are I am going to lose (laughs) I'm gonna start with the last season of Ultimate Girls Trip, the cast. We're going to go through that oh, cast. Okay. So, starting with Leah, poor Leah McSweeney. Ooh. Who do y'all think she is? I could I see. I hate that I can't play this. I hate that I can't play. I don't know. She's she's fiery to me. Really? Okay. I was going to say she gives me, like, earth energy or earth or air because she's so, like, hmm lighty i guess i will lock in and say taurus oh my god i was just about to say taurus not far okay um she's a virgo a virgo there we go a virgo i would not have guessed that mostly because i am not super familiar with virgo but i was leaning um more in your direction jules i was like she feels really um she feels really fiery to me, but at the same time, I could also see a shit ton of water in her. Right. She's exactly. Poor, she's poor Leah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> poor Leah. so I don't know. I, I was, that would throw through me. This one feels, ob- no, I would have gotten this wrong too. Okay. Next one. Heather Gay of Salt Lake City and Botox fame. Heather feels fire to me. Um, really? I, yeah. Like, or like a Libra. She's giving me Libra, Sag, or me maybe like Scorpio. But I would say, or is she like a Gemini? I was going to say Gemini. I'm going Gemini. I'm going to okay, go. So lo- <laughs> what are you locking in? I'm going to go Libra. Okay. She's a Cancer. What? (laughs) Which I can kind of see too. I would have said earth sign for her. There's something about the way she looks feels like an earth sign. You ever do like a look (laughs) thing too? I do their personality, but then sometimes people just look like a thing. I would have leaned Taurus on her, I think. Um, But yeah, she's a cancer. Candace Dillard Bissett. Part of me is like, she, that bitch is a Leo. And then I'm like, she's so watery. She's so crying mm. all the time. Um, I'm going to go Scorpio. I really don't what know. Got? I feel like I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen Candace's true personality yet on my watching of... Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, she is a Sagittarius. Oh, I knew my Leo was You went, on you it. were leaning right with Leo. Uh. I, you know what? I just realized I would have said I thought Leo was a Sagittarius because of what she looks like. 
The I, lethargy. I, don't know to, I can't relate. I, I can't relate to that, but I love that for you. I don't know how to describe. I think a Sagittarius woman has a very distinct look. Um, okay, next up, Portia Williams, quite the character. I mean, big personality. So I'm be curious if you get this one. I don't know. She's. I feel like she's an air sign. Um, mm, okay, I can see that. I don't know. Well, your reaction makes me want to change it. I'm like, <laughs> hmm. I'm just, I'm going to go Gemini. Libra. Okay. She's a Cancer. That's wow. crazy. There's okay. too many Cancers in Bravo. Kind of surprising. It's surprising. Yeah. Um, I think for her, very surprising. I think, I think very surprising. So I decided to do a couple of the groups we've talked about on the show. Um, particularly our villains. I thought it might be fun to explore what... What does a villain's zodiac sign look like? And I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. Let's start off with Tiffany New York Pollard. What do you think her zodiac sign is? I like, I want to say fire because she's so, but I feel like she's (laughs) actually like a Scorpio or something crazy. I would say I'm going to, I'm going to kill, I'm going to like, you know, beat myself up because I feel like she gives such Leo energy, but I think I'm going to say Scorpio. Okay. Julia. I'm also going Scorpio. Scorpio. You both think Tiffany in New York Pollard is a Scorpio. Tiffany in New York Pollard is a Capricorn. What? <laughs> a Capricorn? I mean, I guess that makes Evil. sense because she's such a because she's such a businesswoman. Business yeah. is business, bitch. Yeah, it's very um cold. Um, yeah. Well, we're zero Business for zero first. right now. I got to be honest. So we got to yeah. get something right here. You got to get something on the board. All right. This one, I don't know. I don't know. Um, our next villain, Jax Taylor. What do you think Jax <sighs> Taylor is? I mean, also obviously feels like a fire sign. It almost feels like too obvious. I know. That's where I'm like, is he a Gemini or something? I feel like oh, I keep giving like... yeah. I'm going to go with, I don't know, he's such like a party dude that makes me think Sagittarius, like life of the party kind of vibe, but the way that he is like able to just like live dual lives makes me think Gemini. So I'm going to go Gemini. I'm going to go Leo. Okay. These are fair, fair guesses to make. You're both wrong. (laughs) He's a cancer. Everyone's a cancer. so many cancers? (laughs) They're way too sensitive for TV. Maybe that's why they're they're dramatic. I don't know. Next villain, Kristen Cavallari. I honestly... What do you think Kristen is? I feel like I should know this, only because I've listened to every episode of Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven. Yes, it never come up. I'm sure it has. Like, I am sure it has. She is a businesswoman. I'll say that. I almost could see her as Earth, though. Like, I feel like she's a grounded person. So I was going to say Taurus. I'm going to also go Taurus. I don't know why I feel like that's right. If you're going to go Taurus, then I'm going to go Libra. Okay. Oh, guys, you're Ah! so close. Is it Capricorn? It's Capricorn. You said businesswoman and Earth. And I was like, she's going to get it. Dang. Okay. But but two Capricorns in our villain category. Wow. I just. I think that says something. It does. I don't know what. Just like the I just two mean, days think apart. it means they're cold. They're cold. Yeah. They're unemotional and cold. I mean, Jax is a cancer. 
kind of makes sense to me. I'm, t- I'm telling you that he's soft and gooey on the inside. He is. He's he's really well, emotional. I, uh, I'm not saying he doesn't have a toxic, absolutely poisonous outside. I'm just saying there's some gooey stuff in there. Yeah, well, he's kind of like a green banana. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely disgusting to eat. Is that what you're trying to say? What? He's like, like... he he has potential to be a delicious banana, but instead isn't ripened yet. No, I think it was like sweet and kind of like edible on the inside-ish, but really raw. Have you ever eaten a green banana? It's nasty. It's It's hard. It's because when you say soft and gooey on the inside naturally, I think of like a delicious dessert, but I think he's like a bad person, so I said he's like a green banana, so it's something inedible and gross tasting, but still (laughs) technically soft on the inside. Okay, fair. (laughs) I'm I'm just upset because I haven't gotten anything right. And Maybe I'm like a raw it. egg? Sorry, carry on. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yuck. Okay, next category are our bimbos. I have already told you one of them earlier, so I will... You're so Paris is an yeah, Aquarius. Yeah, Paris is an Aquarius, so one okay. of our bimbos is an Aquarius. Okay, now what do you think Heidi Montag is? Oh, God. Okay, well, she feels like an air sign to me, but... Air sign or air head? These are different things. <laughs> I can also see her as like water, maybe. I will say I she, know. she holds it down. The crystal business. She does the books for the crystal business. Um, mm. She's a hustler for sure. I'm going to say Libra. There's got to be a Libra in the mix. I feel like I've guessed Libra 50% of the time. And I'm never right. But Libras are like so fun. Why wouldn't they be on reality TV? I know. Do I to go Capricorn or Cancer? Because those are the two that have been biting me in the <laughs> butt. I'm going to be upset if it's Cancer, honestly. <sighs> I'll go with Capricorn. She's a Virgo. Oh. <laughs> okay, I knew I was going to be bad at this, but Delaney. I, I'm mad. I'm actually like, I'm furious. You might have a shot at this one. You might have a shot at Catherine. I think you might. Just go, go where your heart tells you to go right off the bat. What Isn't she a Sagittarius? I feel like I know this. I feel like I thought she was a fire no sign. I thought she was a Sag. Is she a Leo? She's not, she's not a fire sign. And Tina's giving me nothing. I don't want to give know. you anything. I, I want know. you to get it right on your own accord. Yeah. It's either like a Sagittarius or a Taurus. She's a Leo. I know it. I was going to be so close. I know. You were right there. You were right Uh. there. Well, perhaps you will find some redemption in our Scandaval round. Okay. But perhaps not. Um, (laughs) This will be really. It gets crazy up in here. All right. Sorry. We're coming in in hot (laughs) and bold off the bat with Tom Sandoval himself. What is his star sign? Wow. Sun Obviously, I'm tempted to say, like, Gemini. I know, right? That feels right. too easy. Yeah. That feels like... Um, okay. I, I'm like... I. It's like Leo's too easy, right? Because, like, he's like, I'm a stage man. And that's, you know, Leo's want the attention. Part of me is like, let me just say cancer. Just give a cancer one guess because they're all... Shocking me. Locking um, in cancer for Delaney. I'll, I'll go with the Gemini of it all. Yeah. All right. Well, 
You're both kind of right. Because he's a Cancer with a Gemini moon. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> okay, how is that man a Cancer? I really was like... I know. And 50% of Bravo is Cancer is crazy, too. I think I need it's to look There's more a lot into of cancer. Cancers. You gotta get a little more closely acquainted with Cancer. I guess so. Something's um, going on. Something's happening. Something is... It is interesting to look at all of this, because there are some signs that are simply, like, almost not... Do not appear. Again, Paris is the only Aquarius I've run into, by the way. So just keep that in mind as I keep testing you. Okay. Um, all right. Next next up, Ariana Maddox. What is she? <sighs> Ariana's giving me Earth. Capricorn or Taurus. There's got to be a Taurus in the mix. Well, okay. She and Stassi share a birthday. Remember? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And they film in the fall. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, to fall. this is cheating. Like, I almost is... want to go Scorpio. Yeah, I'm like, Stassi, when is that, like October? It could be... Libra or Scorpio. Okay, I'll go Libra. I'll go Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> She's a Stop. Cancer. No, Shut come up. on. <laughs> What's happening? What's what going, on? going on? What's going on? Is and so is Stassi. No. Is this a requirement to be on the show? Stassi, Jax, Jax, Stassi, Tom, Ariana, all cancers. That's crazy. That is so weird. Also, what we are the, really like, both thought it was in the fall. So something something Mandela effect is happening there. <laughs> well, cancer's July, so okay, summer, yeah. Summer birthdays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> summer birthdays. Um, yeah, so the the... the the Vanderpump cast is abundantly cancers. That's I mean, so crazy. Kind of kooky. The only other cast that has as much of an abundance of the same sign, which I'm not quizzing you on, and I'm not done with the Scandal crew yet, but is Summer House. Tons of Leos in Summer House. Yes. Lindsay, well, okay, Kyle, finally. and Amanda. That makes sense. Right. Of course yeah. Kyle's a Leo, and I would have gotten that right. Yes. Ugh. Because Amanda, I, I would not have guessed Leo. No, I would, I would have, have said Taurus. And Lindsay feels almost too obviously a Leo. Yeah, I would have said like Sagittarius. But yeah. um, the weird thing is, is I'm like, I guess I don't really know a lot of Cancers. So I just looked up like the personality of a Cancer. Typical sun and Cancer traits include being nurturing, sensitive, compassionate, self-protective, security like seeking, and offering, of loving, sign. and displaying a goofy, ingratiating sense of humor. And I'm like, when has no, that ever... This, yeah. Ever. This crew is completely... As someone who knows about Cancers, this group is very perplexing. Um... Okay, I've got three more for you in the Scandaval crew. Raquel. Oh, God. I don't don't even know who she is. (laughs) I know. Um, I might go Taurus. Okay, I'm going to go Gemini. Okay, Gemini Taurus. Raquel is a Virgo. (sighs) (laughs) I'm pissed. I know. <laughs> furious. Absolutely um, furious. I mean, I do have a one in 12 shot, but still. I know. It's tough. It's tough. And some of these people are surprising because they're huge personalities that all feel like fire signs most of the time. Raquel doesn't, but still. Um, all right. Schwartz. What do you think Schwartz is? Oh, God. Schwartz is either Gemini or Libra because he can't pick a side. He's a Libra. He's a Libra. I'll go with Scorpio. Okay. Schwartz is not only 
a Libra sun. He's a triple Libra, right? He is a Libra moon, a Libra Mercury, and a Libra Venus. I saw a TikTok. I realized. Yeah, so that was I knew the TikTok. I was like, when are you going to remember the TikTok? Yep, Um, yep, yep. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. Ultimate, ultimate pacifist Switzerland. Like, I mean, he is bona fide. And the last, just for funsies, what do you think Sheena's sun sign is? I'm like a fucking cancer. <laughs> At least that would make sense to me. Um, but since nothing makes sense, I guess I'll have to go with... I'm going to go Leo. I'll go Virgo. Sheena is your long-awaited for Taurus. Uh, <sighs> and that's... And yeah, she's a homebody, you know? That makes sense. Wow. I can't believe how bad I was. It's that's, hard. That's crazy. I just... The cancer of it all. The cancer of it all is something to be evaluated. Again, I think they the only way I can validate their cancerianness, not a word, um, is that they all feel really deeply for the most part. Sandoval, listen, I think the second you are a narcissist, your zodiac sign is a complete null. Yeah. Like you're just whatever that is. That is the rest becomes relevant. Jack feels Jack's feels deeply. I mean, he feels big. He feels hard. He feels deeply. Whether he exhibits that in healthy, productive, non toxic ways, total other story. Ariana is a Cancer. To me, she's an Aries. Like I in my head, Ariana is an Aries. I don't know if it's because her name starts with the same three letters. I don't know if it's because the red dress or what. But Cancer for Ariana is like kind of surprising. But she is a pretty like soft maternal kind of energy toward her friends um tina i have a question for you who what sign do you think lisa vanderpump is my gut wanted to say taurus i think that was like the first thing i went to go say final answer i'm just gonna say taurus that's just what hit me in the face when lisa is a virgo okay i can see that too at least i was right with earth I at least had Earth right. Last one for you, James Kennedy. Did you look this up? I do feel like I had seen it and know it, but now I've forgotten it fully. But part of me felt like he was a cancer too. (laughs) I felt like he was one of those, like, if not, he'd be a Sagittarius man. That feels right, but it's not. Yeah. What (laughs) is it? (laughs) He is a fellow Aquarius. Oh, I did know that. (laughs) Shit. Shit. I did because I was like, could I possibly do him? And I'm like, I don't think you're right. You're right. (laughs) He's way all over the place. Yeah. He's all over the place. Oh, that was so fun. Thank you for quizzing us. Yes. Yes. I wish it had gone better for you, but what are you going to do? I'll get him. Now you're going to learn a lot about cancers. Yeah. Um, I'll study up. And I do think the last thing we kind of wanted to do to wrap this up was to find a show, a reality show that we feel best aligns with. Our own signs, so Pisces, Aquarius, and Aries. I am going to state the obvious, maybe, or maybe give the cheap answer and say below deck. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Even because on our previous episode, like I said, the formula, the formulaic nature is like kind of mirrors the ocean rhythms, and yes, yes, these people are so emotional and raw. Um, the whole setting is kind of dreamy and imaginative and like wish fulfillment. So for those reasons, I'm going with Below Deck et al. 
um, as the Pisces show. I'm actually choosing a brand new show mm. for mine. It has only one or two episodes aired on Fox, and it is oh. called Stars on Mars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Have we watched? I haven't. I, know I did. I watched episode one. I watched episode one. Tom Schwartz is on it. It is a fake space colony filled with uh, B list <laughs> celebrities, B and below list celebrities. Um, so Ariel Winter's there. Lance Armstrong is there, who Ariel Winter thinks is Neil Armstrong the entire time, which is very funny <gasps> in a space setting. Um, so the first episode's funny. Tom Schwartz is there. Um, McLovin is there. I am so sorry. Uh, Christopher Mintz Plas. Is that, is that his <laughs> that name? That is his name. What makes okay, it Aquarius? Okay. It's otherworldly. It is alien-esque. It is community-based in its activities. It's about resources and resource management and about working together as a team. Um, and yeah, they're all a bunch of weirdos. It is a weird-ass crew of people. So based on the setting, the core of the format, and the people they have chosen, Stars on Mars feels like a full-blown Aquarius show. That's wow. a good one. All right. And mine, it's not a cop-out. It's just blatantly true. Survivor is the Aries show because it is, you got to be brutally direct. You've got to be highly competitive. You have to find your where your loyalty lies, create those alliances, and ultimately, and also you got to kind of like be obsessed with a challenge and then forget it the next day. And at the end of it all, in order to make it into the final three, you have to do a fire making challenge. And if that's not Aries, I don't know what is. Thanks so much for joining us on this latest episode of D-Girls, and we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.